Hey, it's Chris, back with another video looking at all the anxiety and stress around the COVID-19 pandemic. And today I want to look at how some common worries, because there's a lot of common things out there that you might think, you might sit there not realising that actually everyone else is worrying about it and it's just a really common, it's not because you're especially broken or especially in danger, it's just because these things are pretty common. I've just made a list and been talking to a lot of people about this obviously, especially at the clinic and online and loads of places and you just hear the same worries coming up time and time again. A lot of very individual worries as well. Anxiety can be very creative, but a lot of them are really just repeated. Everyone's having them. So things like uh, I'm going to get ill, obviously, and I'm going to die. Who's uh, pretty normal to be afraid of dying. Uh, my family will get sick. Huge one. Loads of people afraid that their family will get sick and then they'll infect them. They'll it'd be really hard. Their family might die. That would be really emotionally traumatizing. Uh, a lot of concern about employment out there. I will lose my job. I won't be able to pay my bills. Uh, companies going bust. Companies furloughing people, not paying them. Uh, the shops will run out of supplies. That's that's kind of happening, but in in not as bad as way as you probably think. Like it's really hard to get hand wash and bread and toilet roll from some shops. But actually, yeah, yeah, everyone's got ice cream and you can survive on ice cream. It's fine. In fact, it's a great way to live in the short term. Um, maybe I won't be able to cope with a lockdown. I don't know what to do. I'll go crazy if I'm stuck inside for a long period of time. And also, I don't know how to self-isolate for two weeks. Maybe you're worried about just, you know, do I have enough provisions in? A lot of us are used to going to the shops every day, getting food every day. And actually, how would we cope for two weeks? Now, if you live in Norway, where you occasionally get snowed in for two weeks, you probably sat there laughing at us, thinking that's ridiculous. How can you not have that? But if you live in a big metropolitan city where the shops are open 24 hours a day, it's pretty normal not to plan more than a couple of hours in advance. Maybe you buy your your tea, your evening meal on the way home from work every day and suddenly you're like, need to prepare two weeks in advance. It's scary. Um, and then down to less life-threatening things, but things really important like travel plans. Maybe you, you've got you know one holiday a year that you really look forward to or you go see family and suddenly that's been disrupted or cancelled and you're worried that you're not going to be able to get your money back and you're going to miss your one holiday and that's... That's a genuine, real concern. So, throughout a load of worries there, obviously there's plenty more, plenty of individual worries, but those are really common themes. And I don't really want to go through and like break each one down and say, okay, we're, we could challenge this. Feel free to do that. If you think that would be useful, leave a comment, let me know that you want me to go challenge those worries. But in general, I, I don't really want to engage in each one and say, okay, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. Because a lot of the time that that can be helpful in diffusing worry, but a lot of the time we don't want to get into that kind of debate with our anxiety. We, we just don't want to give, it's kind of like throwing fuel on the fire, right? Because you give it that CPU time, that brain time, 
and the anxiety can grow and grow. And actually, we don't want to give it any brain time. We just want to move on. We don't want to spend time thinking. Chances are that we're all going to be fine. The, the, your chance of dying depends on whether you have underlying health conditions and your age group. But the good news is that even if you're over 80, then you've still got like a 10 in 11 chance of being fine, of recovering. So, and, and that's the highest risk age group. If you're eight years old, then you're almost certainly going to be fine. Like those, You've got the same chance of winning the lottery as dying. Now, if you're sitting there and you're a lottery winner at eight years old, don't know how you would do that because you're not old enough to gamble. Then, then maybe be worried because you do defy the odds. But for the rest of us, not lottery winners, not going to die if we're eight. But what I do think it will be useful to do is pick out some common themes there. And the two really common themes is one, the world is dangerous. We're scared because bad things are going to happen. And it's true that for our lives, some bad things are going to happen. But if you if you go down the list that's consistently what we're scared of that the world is dangerous and is threatening us and the other half of that is that we're not good enough we're weak we will not be able to cope when things get tough that the idea that our family will get ill and we will be a weak person who can't take care of them or maybe there are an elderly relative with underlying health conditions and they are unfortunately one of the people that doesn't make it and we're just going to be a mess we're not going to be able to cope now again chances are that's not true because for most anxiety sufferers with most anxious before something happens and actually when it happens we just get on with it and we're a lot stronger than we think doesn't necessarily make us feel better beforehand even though we know we always feel crap beforehand and then if you think of maybe uh to pick a more benign example, a social event that you're really scared of. Actually, most of the anxiety is before, then you go and you do it's fine, but then the one rolls around next month and the week before your anxiety starts building up, even though we know we're fine in, in the actual event. In this case, it's the same. A lot of us know that actually when the shit hits the fan, we will actually cope, but we spend a lot of time worrying that we're weak and that we won't cope. And you can take your list of worries, really useful to write out all of your specific worries for this, just so you have that information. You can do some meditating on just getting them out there, help, helping you verbalize them can be really useful in making them think about are they true or not, are they genuine or not. Um, but if you do that, you can also take these common themes of there is some kind of threat in the world and I'm weak, I'm not strong enough to cope and consistently they come up and the reason that they consistently come up is that anxiety is a bias is that we don't remember all the times that we're strong and that we were good enough and that we did cope uh, anxiety doesn't show us that when it's it's a memory problem right it when we have a situation where like can i deal with this can i cope and it goes to our memories and anxiety digs out all the times where things didn't go to plan and we weren't perfect never shows us all the times that we coped and we were strong enough and that's why anxiety is a bias because it shows us the bad stuff and it doesn't show us the good stuff and that's not representative of who we are or how we live 
that is anxiety making us feel weak, making us feel useless. So what was the point of this lesson? What's the point? Well, if you have any of those worries, then you're not alone. Everyone is having those worries. Even people without an anxiety bias are having those worries. But it can be extra bad for anxiety sufferers because we also have those underlying beliefs that the world is super dangerous and that we are weak, we are not good enough, we cannot cope. That's a bias and that's anxiety, that's what's going on. And just knowing that these are, are really common worries and that we're worrying about them more because of this anxiety bias, not because they're, they're, they're genuine worries, can often make us feel a lot better. Hopefully that was useful. We're doing a bunch of these COVID-19 podcast videos, whatever, whatever format you're consuming with them. So I hope to see you again soon. Hit subscribe if you want to keep up to date and stay safe, stay strong.